send down some angels And they better have guns Cause everybody's crazy down here On everybody's drugs Casinos, pornos, stock shows Where white trash goes to die Bumps push balls, crack hit squirrels And birds too drunk to fly Listeners, uh, welcome to Kate's Bunker. Uh, this is episode seven, and uh, this week's guest I'm super excited for because this is an exclusive interview procured by my source. Whoa, holy shit, it's the source. God, synchronicities in my life just keep ramping up. We are humbled by the spiders. God, he, he never calls this number. It's not secure. Uh, usually he calls the weird phone he gave me. He only uses to contact him. I... Uh, Shit, what the hell do I do? Listeners, if you don't know, the source is my PI that I hired on Bunker Chat, and, uh, he's, he's calling my personal line while I'm recording, and uh, I don't want to re-record this intro, uh, god, I'm just gonna wait, I, you know, I, I don't think he's gonna want me to pick up the phone, this is really close to a live mic, shit, though, it'd be really good content if I actually answered the phone, like, I should answer, do I answer it? I don't know, he goes, nobody thinks this is real, they always think he's some QAnon bullshit, even though he's actually a PI, he's just... Posting drops on the bunker chat forums out of goodwill, you know, like a, I don't know, like a WikiLeaks, but it's one guy. Um, okay, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure if I, he would quit if I grabbed that call by a live mic. Both of us have pretty strong feelings about microphones. Okay, he just texted 911. I don't care if you are recording. I would prefer you remembered to edit this out, but if you forget, I'll handle it. I have a voice modulator. This connection is secure. Pick up the phone. Whoa, okay, let me get this. Dude, are you sure you want me to answer this? I definitely didn't turn the mic off. I know you didn't. I have constant surveillance on the bunker. Why do you think I texted you? I don't care if you are recording. Just pick up the phone. I thought it was just a synchronicity, you know? I, I've been having a lot of synchronicities since I started, like, meditating and I joined Spider Church and shit. You really shouldn't go all in on Spider Church yet. I haven't confirmed that there are Spider Hell Dimension portals under Port Authority. Yeah, but, like, faith doesn't really need evidence, right? Like, I, I have a really good feeling about this. I'm not answering that. I called you for a reason. Yeah, sorry, fuck, what's up? Everything okay? Yes, thank you. But you'd never ask. Okay, you don't need to be a dick. I'm still technically your boss. Someone tried to kill Hank. What? Holy shit, is he okay? They never got near him. The security perimeter I set up around his house took him out. The facial recognition software I have on the motion sensor in his front driveway matched with a Toe Hogan fan that was present at the Capitol riots that has been threatening Hank. Hank was surprised that you set up a security perimeter without asking him and that there was a white supremacist trapped in foam on his lawn. But other than that, he's essentially fine. He's a difficult man to shake. I just thought you'd want to know. Yes, holy shit. Ah, God, th thank you for calling me. Ah, fuck, man. Did it, did it look like Hank was mad at me, or...? He looked more uncomfortable than mad. 
Ah, uh, damn, right, yeah, uh, that's kind of Midwestern Protestant for mad, though, don't you think? You're not paying me enough to investigate that. Okay, yeah, well, like, there, here's the deal, though, dude. I was potentially going to reach out to him because I'm trying to do this roundtable discussion about religion next episode, and I, I thought it might help mend shit between us since we are both people of faith if he, you know, wanted to come on and talk about Christianity, and, uh, and I'm, like, wondering if this whole attempted murder thing has, like, definitely ruined that, you know, like, all of my chances of that happening, or, like, maybe just, like, almost definitely ruined that. Hey, hey. I have other shit to do today. Okay, well, hang up then. Jesus! You wanna know what happened to the white supremacist trapped in foam on Hank's front lawn, or are you just worried if he's mad at you? Of course, I was just about to ask that. Yeah, I don't think you were. Well, I don't pay you to tell the fucking future. I pay you for PI work. So, uh, what did you do with the Reddit racist on Hank's lawn? I put him in the trunk of his car and got the car impounded. Wow, that's awesome. I know. I deserve a better job than this. Well, I deserve more in the divorce. We all want things here. You don't deserve more in the divorce. Fucking! Thank you for saving Hank's life. I... God, I would I would hire someone else for this, but unfortunately, everyone else is, uh, worse. Have fun interviewing Marlon and Wedge. Uh, how, how did you know I'm interviewing Marlon and Wedge today? Oh, right! Yeah, you, you have the place booked. I also did all of the investigative work necessary to find out that Twitter bots sent from one IT department in Atlanta are responsible for 50% of the racists being canceled on Twitter. I figured out the two IT staffers responsible, I scheduled the interview for you, and followed up with you when you didn't respond to the Google Meet invite for the interview. Oh, yeah, right. Shit. <laughs> ah, man. Oh, th oh, thanks, man. Don't bounce the check. I'm hanging up. Why does he always say I'm hanging up when he hangs up? It's fucking weird, dude. You know, it'd be less weird if he always hung up with me, you know, like, without saying anything, you know, but for some reason he's always like, I'm hanging up. I'm like, I'm starting to wonder if it's an OCD thing. Like, you know, like for his occupation, wouldn't it be, like, over and out or something? Like, uh... Oh, okay, okay, yeah, so you guys asked for shorter intros, and the source let the cat out of the bag, so I'll confirm it. Uh, the source was doing some cyber sleuthing, if the kids still call it that, and somehow he figured out that most of the people who've been really dragged through the mud on Twitter recently were canceled due to bot activity sourcing from one IT department in Atlanta, and the two staffers responsible are named uh, Marlon Reed and Wedge, no last name given. Shit, man, he totally put me off focus. Now, I'm worried about Hank now, but I gotta do this interview. God, fuck, if I, you know, if I wasn't broke, I'd send him a fruit basket or, like, a basket of boring shit Midwestern Protestants, like, I don't know, socks, pocket Bibles, fucking jersey, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. I d well, as you know, uh, Robot Law Firm still has and will always have an eternal sponsorship for this podcast because of uh, the uh, damage dealt to my robot legal counsel, so... Let's cut to commercial. You think your ideas are original. No ideas are original. No art is new. Everything is recycled from the collective consciousness. Artists are just sacks of meat barking unresolved trauma into the void. Robot Law Firm now handles copyright law. If your intellectual property has been stolen, we will make sure that you get money. No human property is intellectual but we want your money. We accept Bitcoin.
Okay, uh, so texting Marlon to see if him and Wedge are ready. Um, ah, fuck, my date is off. Let me let me turn that back on again. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that was the short podcast intro you guys are looking for where I don't mention my ex-wife. That's right. I am listening to you, and I agree that it is getting redundant, and I'm sick of talking about it, and I wish she would renegotiate the terms of the divorce so I can have my stuff back, and we never have to discuss that shit again. Um... Unless I miss her too much, and then it might... No, no, you know what? No, no, I'm not going down this rabbit hole. I'm just... I'm listening. I'm listening to my listeners, and I'm, I'm going to bury all of those feelings deep inside, even though this is my only outlet, and remaining silent feels like poison. Okay. Uh, and there we go. My date is on, and I already got a text from Marlon saying he's good to go. Uh, so let's patch him in. Uh, this is Marlon Reed and Wedge, um, no last name given, uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, uh, is this Marlon? Nah, sorry, it's Wedge. Marlon had to answer the door real quick. Someone just came to pick up a bunch of friendship bracelets. Oh, okay, um... Friendship bracelets. I'll wait till they're both here. Hi, Wedge. Uh, Thanks for coming on Kate's Bunker. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. Sure. Um, I mean, we'll we'll just wait till Mom's free before I start talking to you guys about the uh, the extremely impressive Twitter bots you set up to cancel racists. Well done. Yeah, well, you gotta wait for Marlon for that. I don't really deal with any of that shit, you know, Kate. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I also set this interview up with Marlon, and I didn't really talk to you yet. And, like, you know, you know, like, if you call someone and someone else answers the phone, the vibe's kind of weird for a second. And, you know, like, this is a recording, so I'm, like, trying not to, not trying to have weird vibes, even though I probably just made it weirder. And now I'm uh, digging myself into a social anxiety hole, son of a bitch. I, you, you know what? Whatever. I'm, I'm going to edit this whole thing out. Let's just, uh, let's just talk until he shows up um where, where are you guys at right now we're at work kate what like at the office where you guys do it yeah they're not gonna get mad you guys are uh you know doing podcast interviews and uh having outsiders come to pick up friendship bracelets marlin programmed a bunch of macros and robots and shit to do our jobs so we can focus on moving these bracelets. So this IT department's mostly a front to move friendship bracelets? Yeah, like we needed office space for the bracelets because they were taking up too much space in my apartment. And Marlon didn't want his cats fucking with the string, but we didn't want to pay for office space. So Marlon just got this IT job and set it up with the robots and the macros and shit. About that though, I don't fuck with robots like that. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, you're you're right. We should probably wait before we unpack all of that. Um. Hmm. So, um, you live in Atlanta, or you, do you commute down to the office? I drive down from Marietta. Marietta, hold up, that rings a bell. Where did where did I just hear about Marietta? I don't I don't know shit about Georgia. Why would I know that name? I'll hold it. Oh, 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 I know, I know. Um, is that is that where that haunted fifty foot chicken sculpture is that they aired on Ghost Hunters? 
Yeah, that's a KFC. That chicken's not haunted, though. Oh, that sucks. I, I mean, I assume most reality TV is fake, but oh, that shit, that was a great episode. I really wanted to believe that. So, so the employees, they weren't actually hearing disembodied chicken noises? Nah, man. That was just some local kids making chicken noises. Oh, that's a shame. There are ghost chickens in the publics where my cousin works at, though. Seriously? Yeah, he won't do overnights there anymore. Feel like there's a whole separate interview in this, but I need to watch my time, and I never seem to get around to what these interviews are actually supposed to be about because I'm always getting sidetracked. I, man, ghost chickens. I... Yeah. Damn, Marlon's taking a while. Yeah, he's probably talking to the client about philosophy or some shit. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So um. Wedge, that's an interesting name. Oh, oh, Marlon's coming back. Oh, fantastic. Hi, hi, Marlon. What's up? Namaste, Kate. Sorry, that client was supposed to come pick up the Chevron braids like an hour ago. He got stuck in traffic on 285. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for coming on the show. I, I was just talking to Wedge about um that, uh, ghost chickens, and I was going to ask him why his name was Wedge, but now that you're here, uh, we should probably talk about the robots. So, he said that you're the mastermind behind all the robot stuff. He doesn't really touch any of that? Oh, that's not true, man. Wait, man. How many times do I have to tell you not to undervalue yourself, man? I wouldn't be able to set up any of this without you. Your vision and work is completely essential to keep this whole operation running. It's just like bracelets, man. Every single thread is an essential part of the design to make up the whole. And you know, threads might not be able to see their individual value, but from the outside, if you pull one thread, but it changes the pattern and the whole design falls apart, man. I know that society puts more value on people that do the programming work like I do. But that's just because capitalism favors white collar occupations and disrespects everyone else. You're not a programmer, but you know exactly how all the robots work. You're very intelligent. I, mean, I just know how the robots work because I got a photographic memory and you showed me the manual one time. But you actually went to college for this shit. Sigh, man, sigh. Having a college degree is not the same as having higher intelligence. That's falsehood. The ivory tower feeds you to keep people feeding money into their for-profit education system, man. Yo, uh, I, I hate to butt in, but you know, real important. Wedge, you, you have a photographic memory? Yeah, man, I fucking hate it. You hate it? I don't want to remember all this shit. It's, it's too much shit. It's a gift and it's a sign that you have a unique and beautiful mind that is an unlimited capacity to create things that affect the greater good, man. Yeah, man, but I like know the Facebook terms of service. I read that shit in 2007. I don't need to know that shit. Oh my God, that sounds annoying as hell. It's bullshit, man. Everyone's mind has one or two ways that it functions that they don't like. It, it's up to us to use our various neurodivergencies in the most productive way possible. That way, even if that characteristic of our mind causes us stress, we still know that it has value. 
I know it has value, man. I never had another job than people paying me to remember shit. Wait, really? You just, like, freelance remember stuff for people? Yeah, people call me Wedge because I show up in a bunch of random places because people are always hiring me to remember shit. I'm like Task Rabbit for remembering shit or some shit. Oh, okay. Well, that that answers the all important why are you named Wedge question. Um, what what do people usually pay you to remember? A lot of times I just tour with bands because they can't remember like lyrics and set lists or like what girls names was they slept with or like what the fucking laws are in all the states about alcohol and guns or whatever but here i'm just remembering shit for the bracelets and how all these fucking robots work which brings us to the robots which uh we need to discuss because that's why i'm interviewing you guys as tempting as it is to get into the bracelets i'm really justifiably afraid that if i start talking about the bracelets now we are going to run the clock on this interview so marlon uh i am speaking to you because my private investigator who i refer to as the source uh was doing some research into the commonalities between the various people who've been getting canceled on twitter lately uh canceled in air quotes but and somehow uh, he managed to figure out that a massive amount of bot activity that fans the flames of these online arguments could be traced back to this it department in atlanta so uh, th- the fact that the source said about 50% of people being canceled on Twitter had interaction with these Twitter bots uh, that he believes were created by this department. Like, is that true? I mean, the truth is how you view it. I program bots to hold people that are promoting racism and hate speech on Twitter accountable, but I, I haven't been doing any back-end analytics on them. So I can't speak to the percentage of people being canceled. If that term even means anything. Oh, you don't think cancel culture is real? Cancel culture is real. Otherwise, we wouldn't have come up with a term for it. And you and I wouldn't currently be having a discussion about it. But in my opinion, they picked the wrong word. Canceled implies that someone is gone and they are never going to come back. They're never coming to work again, man. No one is ever coming to see or hear from them again. But they are a total social pariah but that's not what happens to people when they get canceled they get held accountable in a large public forum in an embarrassing way and they face massive consequences for it some of them are fair some of them aren't i don't know how them scales of justice work man but they don't disappear when that happens most of them eventually get jobs somewhere else because there's millions of terrible people working in human resources that want to hire other terrible people. So in my opinion, cancel culture is real, but the term cancel doesn't really match what's actually happening because the vast majority of these people don't just disappear. They come back or they get forgiven over time. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and and if you're like a rich celebrity, you can just lay low on a pile of money and hang out with your horrible rich friends that agree with you. Exactly. That's why I don't put a lot of effort into it. It's mostly a side project. These are fairly simple programs that I just put out there to notice certain kinds of tweets and respond a certain kind of way. I monitor the replies on my downtime and occasionally I'll weigh in with opinions in real time just a few 
That's really interesting. So canceling doesn't actually make these people go away forever. You know, if that's the case, uh, why program the robots? Why program the robots? It's our civic duty to call out bigotry when we see it. The goal isn't to make individual people disappear and ruin their lives, man. It's to create a cultural environment where people know that certain kinds of abuse isn't tolerated. But it's not the most productive use of my energy to stay on social media at all times. So I've harnessed the power of technology to do that task in a more effective way so Wedge and I can focus on promoting the virtues of friendship and the philosophy of friendship with our bracelet business. God, it is really tempting to address the bracelet thing now, but before we get into that topic, which will absolutely derail the rest of the interview, uh, how did you guys manage to automate your jobs? Well, most IT work they require from us here is just a lot of Excel work, spreadsheets. That can self-sustain if we just program macros to do it. But we also have an agreement with the robot law firm that we can have some of their robots for free to perform basic IT functions at the company in exchange for teaching their AI about human friendship. Wedge and I have a unique combined skill set of tech knowledge and friendship knowledge from the bracelet business, of course. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know about Low Farm had, uh, they, they had locations in Georgia. Oh, you've heard of them before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have. I, I actually have a eternal sponsorship agreement with them for this podcast because I hired one of their lawyers for my divorce and my ex-wife destroyed it. And if the robot you're leasing gets destroyed, you're liable for all the damages and uh, I, I don't have any assets. So they just took my podcast ad space. Wait, 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 wait. Who is your wife? Um, her, her name is Maya. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I know who that is. She's that violin player, right? She posted a video of her destroying that robot on YouTube. <clears throat> she, uh, she posted a video of that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, she did. Me and my boys watched those robot destruction videos sometimes when we're hanging out. And I remember all the usernames on the videos because I can't fucking forget anything. There's definitely one from Maya. Let me pull it up. No, 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 no. You, you don't. You don't have to pull that up. <laughs> Here it is. Okay, you guys recording? You ready? Okay, let's office space this bitch. <laughs> Fuck you, lawyer robot. Oh, wow, this shit came apart super easy. It's almost like they want them to get broken. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that was um, definitely audio of a video of my, my ex-wife destroying my lawyer. Um, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. <clears throat> um, so what's up with these friendship bracelets, huh? Well, I started making friendship bracelets because repetitive stuff like that clears my head when I don't feel like remembering a bunch of random shit. And my mom left a bunch of arts and crafts shit at my apartment the last time she was visiting from Chattanooga. Then Marlon started making them because it focuses his chi or some shit. And then he just turned it into a whole fucking business. You see, we make the bracelets, but we also have people who make bracelets on their own time and sell them to us at a wholesale rate. 
Then we put quotes about friendship and the philosophy importance of said friendship in the same packaging as the bracelets. And I do a Reiki on the bracelets to increase their power. You do Reiki on the bracelets. I thought, wow, I thought Reiki was just like, you know, for people to do on other people or like, um, you know, like uh, not real. Not real. What's real is I have my Reiki 2 certification. People usually only hear about Reiki in the context of body work, but the principle of Reiki is that anyone who receives an attunement from a Reiki master has the ability to act as a channel for universal life force energy. This energy known as Qi in Japanese, but you usually hear it with the Chinese pronunciation of Qi. That energy when passed through the hands can be used to heal anything or charge anything including plants, animals, food, tea, crystals you name it man we just choose to use these bracelets as the carrier the bracelets themselves also have different vibrational energies because of the various geometric patterns and the different types of knots so the key energy that i transfer into them combined with the sacred geometry of the knots and the quotes we include in the packaging create the most powerful bracelets for actually enhancing friendship available on the free market you know, just when I feel like I heard about the last nerd subculture, a new one just shows up out of nowhere in a podcast interview. God, I, I, I didn't even know there was more than one kind of friendship bracelet. How many kinds of knots are there? Okay, I got this one. There's alpha, angel, basic diagonal stripe, broken ladder, candy stripe, chevron, inverse chevron, boarded chevron, double chevron, Chinese staircase, Christmas tree, diagonal trees, diamond dog den, double chain knot, Easter egg, flip-flop, candy stripe, flip-flop, zigzag, hearts, mini hearts, knitted, menorah, pumpkin panda, rag rug, star David swirl, and braids. That's a combination of a braid and Chinese staircase. The Egyptian, the wrap, the totem pole, and zigzag. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, and I can remember every single one and everything this Yoda motherfucker says about friendship. And like I said, that ability is a blessing and it's the heart and soul of our business, man. Man, listen, if I didn't smoke weed, I'd never fucking sleep. Okay, well, we're starting to run out of time. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I think we kind of covered everything I was supposed to. I mean, I didn't I didn't really follow up on the tech side of the robots, but I, I probably wouldn't understand any of that shit if you said it to me anyway. Um, you know, uh, uh, before you go, since, since you guys are experts in friendship, um, you, do you have any wisdom about uh, the friendship uh, surviving after people are mad at you about terrible stuff you've done? Like, cause I, I I've done a lot of shit that I'm like not proud of, and I've been trying to get my shit together lately morally. And I, you know, I, I've joined Spider Church. I started meditating. Whoa, 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 whoa! Isn't a Spider Church a multi-level marketing scheme? It's not, and they're very clear about that in the literature and in the prayers. Okay. Did they send you anything to sell? I mean, they sent me this shipment of like fundraiser cookies, and I, I, you know, I think they said I was supposed to sell them, or you know, maybe try to get other people to sell them. But they, I mean, they got they got to know that I'm not going to do that. Like, I live underground, and I talked to one of their higher clergy people, and on an interview in like fairly public format, and you know, I don't, and I also, I don't really think that's just fundraiser shit, man. Like, I don't really think that counts as an MLM. They're just, you know, it's like. 
you know, it's like any organ. You know, like every every fucking church has like fucking bake sales, and you know, like I I don't really have a lot of food down here, so I've just been eating them, and I, I'm probably gonna eat all of them. But that's that's besides the point. I've been trying, you know, I've been trying to patch things up with some people, right? And like I'm not doing the best job. Um, Mar- Marlon, do you have any wisdom for um that? Well, I'm glad you asked, Kate. I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep it short. Friendship is one of the most powerful things in the world because love is the most powerful force in the world. And friendship is a form of love that's not bound by the same expectations that society places on romantic relationships and the relationship that you have with your family. There is all of these movies and greeting card holidays that tell you what romantic relationships and family relationships are supposed to be. But Friendship escapes a lot of that capitalist influence. Friends are your chosen family. You may see more eye to eye with people who you will find a connection with out in the world than you ever will with some of your blood relatives because you weren't just born with that person living in your house. You had to make the conscious decision and keep making those decisions to let that person into your life. You're also not placing expectations on them like you would a significant other. You're not asking them to join bank accounts with you or to go with you to weddings. You're just asking for mutual support, love, companionship, because something about who that person is made you want to connect with them, man, or in this case, woman. Statistically, friendships last significantly longer than romantic relationships. Wow, ain't that crazy? At this moment, the average marriage lasts eight years. So if you're friends with someone from, say, the end of grade school until you're a senior in high school, that friendship is already our last moment. she asked you a question. And, and I am getting to the answer. I said I was going to keep it short. Jesus Christ, God, Buddha Almighty, just hold on a minute, all right? I'm getting there. And speaking of Jesus, Jesus once said, one who forgives an affront fosters friendship, but one who dwells on disputes will alienate a friend. If you're looking to repair your friendships, then you need to focus on forgiveness for both the other person and yourself. Friendships require trust and trust can't happen if both of you are holding on to grudges. So see if it's possible for you to bury that hatchet deep off in the woods and not in somebody's chest. But if you're not able to, there's an unlimited amount of other people you could find common ground with and connect with. Family is limited. Romance is fleeting. Friendship is infinite. Yeah, listen, man. It's 4.30. We got to get out of here. Traffic's going to be a fucking nightmare. Agreed. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, th- thanks, thanks for coming on, guys. That was very unique and informative, and uh, I, I have a lot to think about. Uh, t- yeah, thank, thank you guys so much. No problem. Thanks for having us, Kate. Anytime, Kate. Namaste and be okay. And namaste. We, we are humbled by the spiders. Spiders. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like the, the namaste for Spider Church. We are humbled by the spider. Y- you know, never, never mind. Bye, guys. Thanks again. Bye later. Be well. Wow, that interview was absolutely incredible. I I never in my life thought I would have a conversation like that. Um, probably because I never thought I'd meet a, a Georgia IT department that was mostly a, a front to move friendship bracelets. But still, wow, life comes at you fast with incredibly esoteric situations, and then you hang up the video chat and you're alone. 
Wow. Man, the stuff they said about friendship really hits deep. You know, like, what? what is friendship? Shit, do I have friends? I mean, like, I think I, think I have friends. I mean, how many people like me? I guess Toe Hogan's my friend, right? Yeah, Toe Hogan. Yeah, yeah, I say that all the time. Friend of the pod. He's my friend, right? You know, I, I say that a lot right before I, uh, you know, I have to defend something shitty he did, but whatever. And, you know, um, uh, who else? Um, hold on a second. Super? Yo, um, Super? Yo, are you, like, standing around in the dark some somewhere like you do? Sometimes I am. Um, I think I might have broken something. Uh, you know what? Never mind. That was that was a fantastic interview, and you know I'm sure that once I have time to process all of the concepts we discussed, I will come to the conclusion that I have friends. Kate, did you call me? Ah, holy shit! Uh, yes, I'm. Yes, kind of. Did you break something? I don't see anything broken. I mean, uh, no, I, I mean, I was just seeing if you were, like, lurking around somewhere because I had a question about friendship, but now that I'm talking to you, I would like to know how long you were lurking around at the back. You called that game over. Yeah, but, like, I didn't hear or see anything at first, and you, you didn't make any noise approaching, and now you're suddenly in the room, and, um, hey, hey, can I, can I ask you something? To answer your question, no, I don't have any drugs. What? What? No, why Why would you think I was asking you for drugs? Usually, when you're not asking me to fix something, you're asking if I have marijuana. That's... Okay, yeah, that sounds... I guess I do that. Uh, it sounds like what I do. Um, I mean, can I, can I, like, ask you something else? Oh, you want to interview me? Like my man in his podcast? No, no, um, I'm not, not like that, man. I mean, I just, like, want to talk about something. Uh, I see the recording light is on. Is this not an interview? Yeah, it's not. I mean, I guess technically, but no, I like I'll, I'll probably edit this out. It's something, but I just you know I just really need to. Um, yo, uh, are, are we friends? Okay. I mean, like, like I don't want to offend you. I just like I know you work here, but I don't like pay you, and I never really asked you to come down here and do this. And I still don't really know how you're getting in and out of the bunker at all. But like. Like, we talk sometimes, right? Like, are we friends? There's a lot of kinds of friends, Kate. Sometimes you have friends you tell all your problems to. Sometimes you have a friend that watches your bag at the library. Sometimes you have a friend you tell all of your problems. Sometimes you have a friend you only bullshit with. You never tell them anything about your life. Sometimes you have a friend that you see once every ten years. But when you see them, it's like no time has passed at all. Sometimes you have a friend that you only call over to shit about the other two friends that you guys have in common. And sometimes that guy is the same friend. You just shit on him to his face. It's very funny. Sometimes you have a friend that gives your other friend syphilis through a weird cosmic alignment of them dating the same girl at the same time but being unaware of each other that they were in the same social circles until they both have chlamydia. Sometimes your friend is your family. Sometimes your friend is a guy you occasionally owe money to. And you are embarrassed to say anything about it, but he never says anything about it to you, so you think it's cool, and then one day out of the blue, he texts you like, hey, that 
I lent you money and then you never paid me back. Do you think I can have that money now? But it would be a bad time for you to give him his money so you kind of don't answer his text right away. Not until you get like that. Sometimes you meet somebody at dance class and you dance together the whole night long and you say hi when you leave or goodbye when you come. But in the parking lot, you pretend like you not see each other. Sometimes you have a friend that's like a brother. You will die for them. And other friends never want to leave your house. And you're like, leave. And he's like, let me stay. My mother-in-law is completely being a complete mess right now. You have to argue about the mess he leaves on the floor when he has guests over. And then you aren't friends. And then later you see them at a party and then you're friends again. Sometimes you watch your friend's pet bird and it's so loud. You do it. You could be all kinds of friends, Katie. Okay, so um, so that means I'm your friend? You can be friends, yes. You have all kinds of friends. But are some of them, like, real friends and some of them, like, not? Like, they're, like, they're, like, tears as, like, acquaintances. Like, if we're friends, but are we supposed to, like, I, I don't know. Are we supposed to watch movies? Like, should we hang out or something, or...? I fix the stuff that's broken, and I talk to you on your podcast show, and then I walk away for a while. But I always come back. Yes, that is an accurate description of what you do. I'm trying to figure out is, you know, what I'm trying to figure out, does that count as, like, friendship for me? Because I'm just trying to count my friends, and I don't, I don't really, um, I don't really know how many I have. Uh, you know what? I'll come back later. I'll keep coming back, in fact. There's a lot going on here. A lot of things that need fixing. Okay, but should we, like, do something else? Like what? I don't know. I guess, what What do people do? Like, do you, do you want to, what friends, do you, do you like, want to watch something, or? You don't have a TV. You say the government spy on you with it, and you watch all your stuff on your computer. Yeah, um, never mind. Thanks, dude. I, I, I'm good. That's all I really need to ask you. Bueno. Goodbye, friend. Uh, bye, friend. Yeah, cool. We're friends. You can always be friends. Yeah, but I guess I'm asking, was, I was asking, am I like, you're, you just saying I, I'm in general, you know what, never mind. I'm just going to uh, close out the episode. Listeners, uh, thank you for listening to Kate's Bunker. Thanks again to Marlon Reed and Wedge from Atlanta for coming on. Um, thanks to the source, as always, for uh, pointing me in the right direction and uh, thankfully keeping Hank safe, my God. Uh, thanks to the Spider Church congregation I belong to. Super excited about the next week's roundtable discussion about religion. Can't wait. Um, hopefully we can get Hank if he uh, ever wants to speak to me again. Re remember to like, uh, share, subscribe. Keep giving me positive ratings to cancel out my ex-wife's negative ratings. And thanks to my friend, uh, Super, for always fixing my shit. Um, thanks, man. I'm sorry. I, I don't... I guess I don't really tell you thank you enough. I, I feel kind of shitty about it, but, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing. Oh, wait. Shit. Dude. Oh, he he left and did that Batman thing again. I, I'll... Well, I'll, I'll follow up with him later. Maybe I'll fucking card or... I don't know. <sighs> okay, thanks for listening. Kate's Bunker. Bye.